Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dave Isms Podcast. How you doing? I am Dave. How you doing? I am Dave. <laughs> so, I just have a little announcement here. Actually, I finally have an email account that you can uh, email me to the show and ask a question or say hi or uh, give me any ideas of something you'd like me to talk about, which I'll consider. And that email address is I am Dave 68 now it's all together I am Dave 68 at outlook o-u-t look outlook dot com so I am Dave 68 at outlook dot com and the one thing I have to tell you to for me to avoid getting tons of spam uh in the subject line of your email, just put, hi Dave, and then you can write whatever you want. And uh, that way we can communicate, instead of me just talking all the time. <laughs> so hopefully uh, you'll use that and sit, tell me what's going on, or tell me what I need to do, or what you think I need to do. And that's pretty much it. So I actually wrote out uh, on my... Uh, calendar it's a um you know one of those uh i forget what you even call them i don't even remember now whatever uh it's like on my calendar here all different shows i was going to do what i was going to talk about and i sit here and look at them and i go i go i don't want to talk about any of these things it, it's funny you just sometimes you sit down and you just have all these things in your head and start writing them out. And this oh, this sounds good, good. And I, as I think of things, I put them in my phone, which is like a, uh, you know, I have a stylus so I can write stuff. Um, or you can obviously type it. But I like to write it sometimes just, just because I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know why actually. Because <laughs> I think it's cool. I don't know, probably not. It's no big deal. But yeah, I, was just, I wrote a list of like, of 17, 18 shows, I wrote them all on nicely on the calendar. I look at the calendar and I read the shows and I go, yeah, that's kind of boring. That's boring. I mean, some of the topics are um, about freedom of speech. Uh, what is freedom? Let's see. Why did Netflix get rid of its rating system? Which they got rid of it a long time ago. Um, and I think that's stupid, but my thing is about this Netflix rating system, probably all the companies that they buy movies from to put on there. Obviously, Netflix makes a lot of their own content, for sure, tons. But when you have a rating thing, listen, if you see something that's under four, if I see something that's under four stars out of five, I don't watch it. <laughs> and, and you know what? That might be a bad thing, but um, very rarely... I can't tell you how many things that are rated lower that I'd watch the whole thing through and go, wow, this is really bad. Very rarely, if at all. Where? As in on um, Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime Video, Prime Video, whatever it's called, uh, they rate everything. You can read the reviews. It'll say how many out of five, I think it is. Which is kind of nice, because you just want to get to what's good. 
and get rid of all the BS. So it's surprising they still have it, but I mean, just because Netflix doesn't have a rating system, I could just go on Google and see what it says, you know, what people rate it or anybody rates it. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just stupid. So I guess I just covered that one topic that I did write down. And the other one, like I said, was freedom of speech. Uh, I guess it all depends where you live. Uh, some places, some countries, you can't talk badly about the government or they end up in jail, which is happening a lot in Russia with people, uh, protesting against the war. They just pick people right up, like, like nothing. You, you watch any of the videos, people protesting, they grab you and they haul your ass away and who knows if you're even going to get out because there's really no, uh, super great legal system in Russia for sure. So, freedom of speech, uh, you should appreciate it, and the funny thing is when you go to, with these college campus, people go to speak, and usually if they're real conservative, they get protested, and when they're actually able to give a speech, people yell at them and scream. When I went to college, that's where you kind of learn things. You would go, and there might be a speaker that people don't like, might be a few people like, I didn't know either way if I liked them or not because I didn't know them. We didn't have all the stuff to really research stuff. Um, you know, we didn't have the internet to go on and research anything about anybody. So you just kind of went there and you listened. And then when the crowd, the crowd, the audience would have any questions and sometimes be heated discussions going back and forth if there was that kind of kind of presentation where they took questions. And that's how you learn things. You know, when you go some, when you imagine if you were, you were, you had a friend and you're, you're out talking somewhere, uh, at a restaurant, but you don't want to hear what they have to say. And you just shout them down the whole time. So how are you going to have a conversation about anything? You might even have common ground about certain things and you're not learning anything. You're just being an asshole for no reason. Just cause you think your side's right. Well, that's fucking stupid. I mean, seriously. And just, just listen to people. If they're wrong, if they're wrong, you think they're wrong. And if they are wrong, if they're a decent, semi-smart, intelligent person, <laughs> uh, maybe they can say, oh, you know, I was wrong about this. I looked at this, the information, the facts, there are new <laughs> facts that have appeared. And I just want to, um, you know, I changed my opinion and I'm sorry. So I... Totally changed my thinking on that. That's all. It's just so it's so damn simple. So let's see. I covered a couple of topics already. So Amazon, yeah. But yeah, that's the whole thing. And then uh, I think I'm just better at literally just coming up with a show at the spur of the moment, so the pops in my mind if it's at lunchtime or when I get home. It's like sometimes you map stuff out and you think, oh, these sound good. Ah, they're okay, but they're not worthy of the whole show. Um, maybe I could talk more about freedom of speech, but it's kind of, you know, you take it for granted in America. You can almost say whatever you want. Obviously, if you're on social media, you can get canceled and, uh, Twitter can take you down, you know, uh, YouTube can take you down, you know, search for other platforms. There's so many things out there that let you say more as long as it's legal to that point you're not really being super hateful to somebody but it's 
you know, the weird thing is the ACLU, the American, oh my, American Civil Liberties. I forgot what it stands for. Anyway, they usually protect, they would really, lawyers would protect all of kind. They, they protected people that were Nazis in the United States to freely speak. And the, the reason you do that is because you can listen to the Nazis, I mean, American Nazis, and say, you know what? These people are messed up, and that's what they are. You know, I don't want to agree with them, but everybody has the right to their, their to speak their mind. But that's the way it is, you know. Whereas in other countries, people get thrown in prison. Not Nazis, but, you know, just people that disagree with stuff. Or the government, or their religion, or you do it on the list. So, yeah, American Civil Liberties Union, I believe. Yeah, they would, you know, they'll, they'll, they would protect the speech of those people. Or a lot of different people, for that matter. I should, I should have been more prepared than that. I wasn't just going a different way than I thought I was. Yeah, that's, people take it for granted. Especially in the United States. I don't know where else they can really have that much free speech. Because sometimes you say one thing, oh, that's a, you're going to jail. Sorry, good night, everybody. But, um, uh... Yeah, and then another show idea I had was uh, called Inner City Inequality. Um, and that's the whole thing. When you take a city such as New York City or any big city like, uh, like that, there's definitely inequalities. If people are in the Manhattan area, that kind of area, and have a lot of money, make a lot of money, put their kids to whatever school they want, or even get a home people to homeschool them that are, you know, get the best of the best. And then you have a mother that barely scraping by. And I think they have school choice there, but sometimes a lot of these schools you get put in a lottery system to even get and it's the same Marlowe Mechanica. There's I think it's well, I should say I think it's like that. I don't know. But they have like a lottery system where your kid might get into a school that's not the public school, an alternative school, and usually it's better than the public school by a long shot. And I remember seeing this documentary about th this woman, and she was she was so distressed because she really didn't want her kids to go to the public school because she know she knew that the quality wasn't as good, and she just. Usually most good parents want the best for their kids. So why not give them the best education that they can? You can give them. You want the best for everybody, really. That's the way it should be. And everybody should have the opportunity to get to the best. Uh, to receive the best. But it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It's everywhere. Um, and that's the thing. The schools, you know, inner city schools, literally they have, I know in New York... They said it cost somewhere between, I don't know, it was a half a million to a million dollars to even get rid of a teacher because of the process of getting rid of a teacher, of a bad teacher. They had, I never seen a documentary where there was, I don't know how many teachers were in this building or on the floor or floors. But all these teachers were waiting, just sitting reading magazines, getting paid while their cases are going through the system. And it's just, it's, I don't know. It's messed up. Usually if you work for a company and you're not doing your job, 
uh, and I've said this before, uh, one company I worked for, if you were late three times, the, the third time, yeah, I think the third time you get fired. But obviously if you had a flat tire, you know, or whatever, or you end up being late, but you'll make up the time somehow, that's fine. But it would be verbal warning, first time written warning, and then goodbye, unless it's, unless it's something legitimate. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of difficult when you can't have, when you can't have the best teachers, then how are you going to get the best results? Um, you know, so many of these kids in all these inner cities, they can't read, they can't write. Um, they don't even have, they have not even a fifth grade reading level or less and they make it through high school. It's a terrible system. There has to be a better way. And then not just the inner cities, but even small towns can be any any school cannot be uh, great quality. So it's just it just blows my mind that you know you if you keep doing the public schools the same way they've been forever, you're changing nothing. Nothing's getting better. Nothing's advancing. I'm sure kids today must have a tablet or a laptop in schools. I know they do in colleges. I really don't know about high school because I haven't been to high school since the eighties. Um, <laughs> we had pen and paper and that was pretty much it. Um, but yeah. And even for, you know, kids in the inner city food wise, I mean, a lot of these cities don't have a really good grocery store or market that you can go to to get good food. Kids will go buy it at the corner store you know, drugstore and buy chips and crap and not even know what real vegetables are. I mean, hopefully it seems like some areas of cities are really um, coming up with land for community gardens. And I think that's a good thing because kids can learn where food comes from, what it takes to make the food, how much better it tastes when you do it, you know, grow your own food because it's fresher it's not uh genetically modified so it can you know if, if you get a let's say uh a tomato that's from california coming all the way from the west coast to the east coast you know they genetically modify that tomato to really be kind of tougher on the outside to take the travel um and it could taste okay but not that okay. And just the fact that the, uh, I was listening to another podcast where how much in America that the soil is losing all its nutrients. And that's the variety of reasons. It's because a lot of, they call monocrop culture, monocrop growing. You just grow corn all the time. Or maybe you grow soybeans over here. But it's always growing the same stuff using fertilizer and chemicals to kill the bugs and you have to use the chemicals but all these chemicals destroy the soil and then the fertilizer you got to use to get some kind of vitamins but there's nothing better than natural soil the way it's supposed to be uh, if you go to a huge farm like i said a huge just massive corn farm you're not going to really find any worms in that ground because everything's dead in that ground, pretty much. Um, the topsoil, we're losing topsoil, the fertile soil. 
And it's just, uh, so it prompted me to pick up some seeds. And I'm going to, I think I said this last podcast, is plant a garden in part of my, my parents' land. An area where my mom was going to have something else. It used to be the original garden in their house, but I'm going to plant some stuff and see how that goes. Just to do it, just to do something and, and just, hey, like you make it, you can have your own food. Um, but that's the thing about the inner cities is when do, when do kids take trips to farms to see everything? I mean, I'm sure they have had stuff like that, but I was lucky growing up that I could go to Michael's farm. I could see the cows, I could see pigs, uh, chickens, uh, anything, wildlife, deer, never saw a bear, deer, turkeys, um, oh god, pheasants, foxes, I can go down the line, obviously a billion squirrels, but yeah, that's just the thing, so I'm just going through these, I'm going to read all these, uh, different headlines I had. You know, and just go over the. I don't know. I guess I just wanted to have a longer show, maybe, but just covering a bunch of topics because I seem to get. Sometimes it's kind of difficult to just talk about one thing for 15 to 20 minutes to a half hour. Okay, so I'm almost. And then. And well, let's see. I did that one. Okay. And then I, like, like I was saying before, with, um, you know, people get shut off of YouTube or Twitter for saying things that might be offensive or that's not this side. So we're going to shut off your speech for a week or three days till you appeal it and then explain your case. I mean, it's just, this is amazing how these big corporations will censor you, but we want you to watch us. So you'll, watch the videos and see the advertisements and maybe buy something because you saw the advertisements. But, you know, when you're, when you're beholden to these big corporations and all these sponsors, then you, it almost limits your speech because you have to be perfect. You know, you have to be, you know, it's just a certain kind of content, a certain way. And I was literally just watching an interview with Kid Rock um, about an hour and a half ago. And, you know, I like Kid Rock. My mom likes him. My sister does. My dad, he likes him. And, you know, sometimes people get whatever. He's right-wing, he's this or that. But he's more, honestly, about freedom. About being able to... He has no fear of saying what's on his mind. And he says, sometimes I'm wrong, and I get it wrong. But I can have a discussion with my friends, and my friends are a variety of different backgrounds. Um, some are have similar opinions to me. Some have opposite opinions. But we all discuss discuss things in a civil manner when we're playing pool or hanging around or whatever. And that's how it's supposed to be. You know, you don't just shut people off because their their opinion is different than yours. I'm, I want to be. I'll, I'll listen to them. I might not agree with them. Or I might go, oh, they're full of shit, but maybe they are, and maybe I'm wrong. So that's the thing. Is you, just, you have to just listen to what people have to say and let them discuss it. Um, get it out, and then maybe you'll have a conversation and you'll have some common ground, or you'll change their mind a little bit, or maybe they'll change your mind a little bit. 
And that's the interesting thing about Kid Rock is that he's like, he said, I don't give a fuck what people think. I'm, he goes, I'm uncancelable. Cancel, that's sorry, whatever. <laughs> because he's not beholden to any record companies. He does his own thing. And he doesn't care. Plus, he has plenty of money that if he got canceled, he, no one wanted to go to his shows. He doesn't have to work. So, I mean, that's the ultimate freedom, I guess. But you don't have to have a lot of money to have that. It just has to be within you. Um, but, yeah, it's just sad that people can't express themselves without being afraid. Uh, about, oh, no one's going to buy my record if I say this or... You know, Facebook will ban me, so I can't pay and promote that. It's kind of crazy. It's, it's. I mean, obviously, the good thing today is that you can do a lot of stuff without, as far as musicians, you can do a lot of stuff without having a record company and make money and make a living, which is kind of cool because then that's how it is. When you sign on to a record company, you have to do whatever they say to a point. Um, unless you're so huge, you can kind of, control things more, but you're still, you're in that, you're in a contract, it's a company, so you better have a good lawyer, you better read it yourself, have a good lawyer read it, and find out what changes you need to make that benefit you the most. Okay, let me stop about that, because I don't know that much about the music industry, I'd rather just listen to music and enjoy it, and, um, yeah, just, uh, not think about all the business side because I'm not in the music business, thankfully, nor will I probably ever be. All right. And speaking of music, that's uh, I know I've touched upon this before, but it it's the um, I guess before on YouTube you used to be able to play. I think it was it had to be under forty seconds of a copyright material you could play, and that way you don't get it censored or cut off or take the audio off or whatever they do now. I don't even know. Um, but, you know, my thing is, if I'm an artist and you want to use my song to play behind, I don't know, whatever, behind, you know, as long as you're not, it doesn't make, it wouldn't make a difference to me. My thing is, if you, as long as you put in the, uh, description, this is the artist and the name and the song and the songwriter or whatever, all that stuff. Use the whole song because maybe somebody will listen to it and they'll go, oh, wow, I like this. And they'll look for when I'm playing somewhere or download it or whatever. It's like some some artist, they don't want you playing anything. Or the record companies, because they own it, they don't want you, you know, doing anything with the song because they want to make the money off it and not let you do anything. But the way social media is, I mean, the thing is, if you're on Instagram, you can, whatever songs are on there, you can put them behind your video or whatever and use it for that small, I don't know, is it 10 seconds? I forget how long it is, and I haven't done one of those in a while, where I put a song behind a video, but that, and then it shows the name of the artist and what the song is, and, and that's just such a way to promote yourself. You need the social media to promote yourself, so why not? If I got, have me bike riding, um, let me use the song. I'm not going to make any money off it, really. I mean, of course, that's what it is. If I, if there was 30 million views, then I would make money. And then the record company says, well, 
it's just a mess. It's, I don't want, you know what, I'm going to stop right there because it's just stupid. Um, if I'm the artist, that'd be like, use my song, promote it, it helps promote me, and it, people might enjoy it anyway, and I don't know. I'm, I'm different. I think that was it. God, I thought I wrote more things. Well, I actually wanted, I came up with a, a different, um, I was going to try something new, but I didn't really kind of do it last Wednesday. Hopefully this Wednesday I'll get it all set. And it's just a segment that I'm going to call uh, Hump Day News. I'll just talk about a couple of things in the news. And I don't know what it's going to be. I haven't even looked. You know, I, I, I listen to some of the news. I listen to some people on various platforms. I look a little bit online. Uh, I got a yard. I look at the paper. Local paper, which is mm, mediocre. And then maybe just talk about a couple things. I don't know how long it's going to be. It's not going to be... I mean, I'm at 25 minutes plus now. I don't think I'm going to talk about the news. I don't think I can handle it. But so let's see how that goes. Just for something different. And then let's see what else was I going to talk about. Oh... Yeah, actually, this one here. Oh, God. Uh, I had a pen I was writing, and it's nice when you draw a circle, and the pen works for half the circle, and then it dies, the rest circle. And this pen is shot. And I'm actually circling one thing I'm not going to talk about now, because I do want to talk about it and just have a more or less normal show. But, like I said, if you want to contact me, contact me, you can go to... Uh, just type in, you know, you get, a, you get in your email, and you can type in I am Dave 68 at Outlook.com. And then put in the put in the subject, hi Dave, and then write whatever you want to write. You suck, I hate you, um, I, want, <laughs> I want your baby, or you know, whatever. Don't, don't, don't write that, I'm sorry. I'm not going to, you're not going to have a baby. I don't, my tube, I was going to say, my tubes are tied, but I don't have those. <laughs> but anyway, I'll stop right there. But yeah, you could, um, you know, say, hey, I like it. Uh, this is this is what I think can make it better. Or here's an idea for a topic. Or I want you to revisit this topic again if you have anything else to say. Whatever, or just say hi. How are you? Oh, and also put, Right in where you're from, if you're, you know. If you're, I'm. I live in Connecticut, which is in the United States of America. You might be somewhere else outside of there. So I like to get to know uh, a little bit about you and where you're from. And I'll maybe I'll shout you out on here and go, "Hey, you know, Denise, thanks for sending an email. I like what you said and blah blah." From I don't know Yorkshire, England, or wherever you're from. Um, I don't know why I said that one, but it just popped in my mind right away. So that's all I have to talk about today. I don't even know what I'm going to headlight this. What I'm going to, I'm going to describe this episode. It's a the mishmash of everything I thought I was going to talk about for the past. I see this is what happens. You map things out and then you go, oh no, what I don't like that. I'll talk a little bit about this, a little bit about that, and we'll just stop right there. So I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen to me wherever you may be in the world, um, whether it's morning, noon, or night. 
I really appreciate you. And be nice yourself, but be really nice to people that are assholes. Because they don't like that. But maybe they'll say, you know what, I am an asshole. I'm going to try and be nice. Thank you, everybody. And ciao. And adios.